Oh, I have so much. I'm... This week was good. You know, the Lord was really real and alive and speaking. You know, and I, I just want to read Psalms 19. The love of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Isn't that awesome? You want to be made wise this morning? That's why we, we go back to the, the law, the word. The precepts of the Lord are right. Never forget that. The precepts of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is plain. Enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are all. They are righteous altogether. And I was. You know. The, the reason I'm reading this is because I was thinking about. Having a second chance. Who wants a second chance? Right? Every day. Every day we need a, another chance. And here's the, the, a new chance for us. Every day. You know, the Lord said, do this in remembrance of me. Without his provision, we have no chance. We have no leg to stand on. And what, what, the one reason I was thinking about this is I, ha I had this conversation and this person was talking about people going through a hard time forgiving, you know, and, and have you ever had a hard time forgiving somebody? Me too. But when you really think about it, it's not up for me to forgive. In that sense, I'm not, if I want forgiveness. <laughs> if I want forgiveness, it's like, you know, when you, you get a prize, but then you have some conditions to receive the prize. One of the conditions of receiving forgiveness is having a forgiving heart. And once we learn that and we realize that, I think we're going to get over our hard times forgiving others. You know, and so that if there would be a title for this, is choose to be a new creature. You choose to be a new creature by choosing to forgive, by deciding to forgive. You know, so in this conversation, I was asking this person, so what is it? People want like an apology? And what if the apology is not good enough? So you're still going to sit on the throne and say, no, I do not forgive you. What is the truth about us is that we are all, we all fall short. We all fall short. I mean, look at David. I was thinking, you know, I keep thinking about David. According to my mind and the facts and the truth, David is a murderer and an adulterer, right? According to God's heart, he's a man after his own heart, Right? I cannot judge somebody else's repentance. Even if they offended me, I don't know if they repented or not. So, and if they repented and God has forgiven them and they are under the blood of Christ and I still hold 
a grudge. I'm going against God's will. Does it make sense? And so my, my, my drive this week was like, I, I do not want to be stuck. I do not want to be, I want to be free. The Lord is giving us an opportunity to move forward. And the Lord is giving us a chance to rebuild this house. Right? We have a foundation. First Corinthians talks about that. Be careful how you build upon the foundation. And I think that this, that we're talking about this morning, is one of the very important pieces that goes over this foundation. And this is forgiveness. In reading the New Testament, we're going over and over. It seems like it's every book is talking about the same thing. You need to love one another. You need to forgive one another. Just like the Lord forgave you, forgive one another. Do not let your cultural, social, religious background become the source of, of division. And I think that we are in the same page. That's why it's so alive when we read the, we're reading the, the letters now, the epistles. And Ephesians was amazingly applicable and clear for us. Ephesians 2, I encourage you to read the whole chapter, the whole book, but chapter 2 is amazing. Therefore, remember that you, formerly the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands, Remember that you were at that time separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Do this in remembrance of me. You know, in Corinthians talks about when you come to take communion, examine yourself. Because if you take this with anything in your heart, this is going to be judgment to you. John 8, 36. So if the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. And I'm going like, I want to be free. Do you want to be free? I want to be free. And you know what? Who wants you to be free? God wants you to be free. He wants to bless you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to give you a whole different chance every day. His mercies are made new every morning. Right? But there is a little condition. <laughs> you can win the prize. But you have to do this. Second Corinthians 5, starting with verse 14 for the love of Christ controls us. Having concluded this, that one died for all. Therefore, all died. And he died for all. Okay? Never forget that. He died for all. But that person did this to me. Yes, he died for them also. So that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. Therefore, from now on, oh my God, I bless this for us. I know how many times we've read this before. But I, I think that there is, in, in a way, there is some, something 
that the word is becoming so real. And it's almost like, you know, Ezekiel. Remember the, the vision of the glory departing and then the, the glory returning? I think that there is something that the light of the Holy Spirit is coming. And even words that we read before and scriptures, they're coming alive. Because now we're going to walk in them. And this, I, I bless this to be a foundation of this place, of this church, moving forward. Because I cannot, I need forgiveness. All of us need forgiveness. Otherwise, there is no good news of the gospel. The good news of the gospel is Jesus forgiving you. So, therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yes, we know him this way no longer. So I'm going to ask again, who wants a second chance? Who wants a new beginning? Every day, right? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. That's what I want. I want to be a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. I think this is really becoming clear for us because if I, the, the key of being a new creature if you're in Christ is the only important thing there is that he was not counting my trespasses against him. And that same ministry he's giving to me now. Is that clear, guys? And if you're listening to this podcast, I bless you also. Here, Matthew 6, 14, and 15. This is right after the Lord's Prayer, right? The disciples came to Jesus, asked him, teach us to pray, right? And again, how many times have I read this? For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Is that clear? I bless this for us because to me, this is a key ingredient of having another chance. Of being a new creature in Christ. Of having, like we talked to, I think last week, a blank page. You know, you write the next chapter. You know, we will write what we are going to live this next year, 2020. And I don't want to carry anything of the past. I don't want to carry my laws, my unforgiveness, my grudges. I want to be healthy and alive and joyful. You know, and it is a choice. It is a choice. You know, it's like, like Job even if God kills me, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm going to worship Him. 
It's like this song, you know, that we were singing. When that day comes and, you know, my, head, my strength is failing, whatever, I'm going to be driven because you made a commitment. And I think that forgiveness has to be a commitment. Even if it goes beyond my understanding, I say, my receiving forgiveness is more important than holding, holding a grudge. And I'm not going to read this, but you, if you take the time at home, Matthew 18, 23 to 35. And that's the parable of the forgiveness of the two slaves. And two completely different amounts of money he's talking about. You know, but the forgiveness that we have received here, there is no comparison to anything that can be done against us. Again, Ephesians 2, we were separate, excluded, strangers, having no hope and without God. So I bless, you know, this house. We, we've been every day making progress. You know, and a lot of times the progress doesn't need to be fast and awesome and amazing. It has to be deep. And it has to be a, a transformation of heart, a circumcision of heart. You know, like when Samuel was, went to anoint David, he was looking at all the strong boys, and God said, yeah, you, you look outside, I'm looking at the heart. And I think that the Lord is giving us a chance to prepare our hearts, to bless us, to renew, to refresh. But it has to come with this deep change in our hearts first. If I choose to forgive, then I'm forgiven. Why is this important? Because we want to walk in freedom. You know, I was thinking about that and, and have you... We all have been around people that something happens and then comes that, you know, that backflow when, when you try to flush and it comes up. <laughs> and it, it, people come up with things that happened like 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. And they're holding that, holding that. And my prayer this week was, Lord, I don't even, I want your level of forgiveness. Then I, I will forget. And if people 20, 30, 40 years from now, they come and tell me, hey, can you forgive me? I'm going to go, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even want to talk about it. That's what I'm crying out to the Lord. Lord, wherever people offended me, it's not to compare to what they did to you. And you still chose to love them and forgive them. And to me, Lord, if we're going to continue to be a church, I want this to be a rock foundation of this place. I want this to be 
fundamental to our doctrine and our, our theology. Otherwise, we cannot be called Christians. We cannot be called believers in the good news of the gospel. I know that we have a lot of things that we need to talk about. And a lot of people want to see the changes. And I want to see this change first. I want to see a heart. You know, Lord, remove the heart of stone. And in, in the process of this surgery, <laughs> remove also our minds. You know, do please um, erase all the memories. Send everything to the sea of forgetfulness. Therefore, Romans 8, there is, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And that's why I read Psalm 19, because it says, the judgments of the Lord are true. And then I, I kept thinking about it. You know, a lot of that wrong idea that we have about God, of being like this old, angry, white beard guy, sending like lightning to punish you. I... I I want to get rid of that. Because he is the father that gave the highest gift. Paid the highest price. Not to judge you, but to draw you near. To include you. I do not fear God's judgment anymore. That's what was the, the light went on this week. Like I do not fear God's judgment. Because... Everything that he's doing is to include me, to draw me close to him. Yeah. What I don't like is the accuser of the brethren. But hey, even that is not my problem. If I repent and I'm clean before the Lord, that will not even touch me. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did. Sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And as an offering for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. So that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk in Walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. I said this before. Sometimes you declare your independence before you have it. Right? Yeah. You declare your independence because you are not independent. Yeah. Then you walk away. Then you fight for it. Yeah. And this is one of the keys to fight for our freedom. Yeah. is forgiveness. You cry for freedom before you have it. You cry for freedom because you are not free. But the day comes when you decide to walk away from the old ways of thinking, from the old ways of relating to yourself and relating to others according to the flesh. And you say, Lord, now you give me your heart. Give me the ability to forgive and forget so that I can walk as a new creature in Christ Jesus. We bless that this morning. We bless this communion.